Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, January 21st. And I saw today that uh, January 21st is the 21st day of the of 2021. And at 9.21 and 21 seconds in military time, it's 21.20. There's a lot of 21s today. Oh, that's a bunch of useless information. How's it going? Show number 163. Yeah, yeah. Hammerdown Rates Report presented by Oakshade Raceway. Coming at you live from our Hammerdown Racing Report home studios. I'm Scott Hammer, Jerry Keezer right there. Felix Fafufnik down below, otherwise known as Ryan Miller. Do you want to explain that again? Because we had a lot of questions last time you used Felix Fafufnik. Yeah. It, it, uh, it just goes back to my second grade teacher. And uh, anytime she was feeling a little bit silly and trying to come up with a, a fictitious name, she always used Felix Fafufnik. And um, she was one of my favorite teachers teachers of all times and that name just sort of stuck in here i don't know i like it it's kind of fitting it's kind of fitting anyway uh coming at you live on facebook youtube and twitter make sure you uh follow us like us uh, on all of those and um you can always listen to us on demand as well still on iHeartRadio, uh apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify all of them wherever wherever you get your podcast that's where we're at hope you're stitcher Hope you uh, you stuck with last week's show. Last week we did go go a little long. Uh, we had some scheduling <laughs> issues. Boy, is that an understatement? That was by far our longest show ever. Uh, great, great, uh, great show though. If you missed our conversation with Kenny Wallace and Anton Hernandez, uh, you got to listen to the whole thing to get both because we had Anton at the beginning and then uh, Kenny at the the end. There it was a little late because he had to take his wife out to uh, dinner uh, for her birthday. You know, just little things like that. So. Two hours yeah. and seventeen minutes was that what I saw? I think so. Yes, we were like yeah. a we were longer than a long feature film. We weren't quite as long as Titanic, though. So I guess you got that, or some of the uh, Marvel movies. Probably not as exciting either. No superheroes tonight on the show. We do have a superhero, Dona Marcoulier, the 2013 Oakshade Raceway Late Model Champion. Uh, also, uh, the 2020, I almost said 2021. He's not the champion yet. The, uh, 2020 champion up there at, uh, Tri-City. Um, yeah, he, uh, actually, uh, won his, uh, first Hell Tour race this past, uh, summer as well. So we'll talk to him about that, uh, and what he plans to do this year in, uh, just a little bit. So first got to thank our sponsors, of course, Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Uh, still waiting uh, on the schedule for that. Uh, no news coming out yet. Although there's been some grumblings, some uh, some grumblings. I don't. That's probably the wrong word. But there's been some things on the internet about the summer nationals, and we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Speculation. Speculate. Is that what it was? I saw a post from one of the tracks up in Michigan that had Oakshade. What you had said in uh, July. No specific date yet, but uh, so that that's the first uh, first scheduling thing I've heard for Oakshade Raceway and that's pretty cool. Although uh if one of our listeners can if one of our listeners can clear that up, uh it looks like there's gonna be two swings into Michigan and while Oakshade's not Michigan, it's just like two miles away from it. Uh but it looks like July is gonna have Oakshade and Butler and then Tri City, Merritt, and maybe Thunderbird. I, I don't remember for sure. 
uh, in August. And, and, and it appears as though the summer nationals, probably because of the virus, is, is getting moved back. Uh, probably just planning ahead, yeah. Yeah. Anticipating things with a slow rollout. Uh, you know, I don't know. Hopefully things will return to normal sooner than later. Got to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys. Before uh, I get a text uh, reminding me, let's uh, pop this little bad boy on there. Uh, the most oh, there it goes. Most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced. They're manufactured in the U.S. Check out realgeese.com or uh, give uh, Craig a call, 419-800-8100. Uh, Millstream Speedway, of course, uh, I feel bad for poor Scott. He's just having all kinds of bad luck. Uh I saw something on the news which kind of explains what's going on with him. We expected the ground to be frozen by now, which would help, you know, with a solid base for a dirt track in the middle of January. Um, and at this point, I guess Lake Erie is usually like 40-some percent frozen over. And as of, I think it was a day or two ago I saw this, as of a day or two, not, not a zero. Is it, that's how warm it it's been. 40, 43 degrees today, so, I mean, it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why uh, that race... It's, it's, Historically, January 21st is the coldest day of the year, and here we are at 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. So uh, February 20th is the rescheduled Hangover 2, the re-rescheduled Hangover 2 race at Millstream Speedway. Make sure to follow them on Facebook, Twitter, or millstreamspeedway.net. Um, yeah, I mean, once we get racing going there, it's, it's going to be worth the wait, I think. That's all. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Big D's Pizza. Do you have anything... What's that? Scott, did you have anything on did you have anything on uh, the additional money that was added just recently to the to the purse? Uh last uh, well, Friday was the last I knew. We did a uh, a little Facebook live on uh, the Millstream Facebook and he had some added yeah. there. I think he's up to version 5 of the purse. And that's uh, I believe it's posted on millstreamspeedway.net now. So People keep coming forward with more money. I mean, and now you got uh, about a month to keep doing that if you want to throw some more money in the pot. This uh, the race keeps getting bigger. The longer he pushes it back, the bigger it'll be. Yeah, the more cars will be ready to go. <laughs> and, you know, you guys haven't put their, put their stuff together for the season yet. So, uh, big D's, as I mentioned, we have some big news from them. Breaking news that uh, we will get to a little little later. We're not going to reveal that breaking news yet. Oh, okay. Uh, and it also oh, it'll also. Uh, reveal a upcoming guest on the show too ab- about that breaking news. Not tonight, but uh, in the future. So uh, that's coming up later. Give uh, Big D's a call four one nine five four seven fourteen forty four, and uh, don't forget to check out the big, uh, the new Big Nut Burger, and of course Ryan Miller Race Cars. He's wide awake, yawning because uh, he's so busy <sighs> working out all day in the shop. Uh, give him a call seven three four eight five six seven two two three. For race cars, race trucks, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. And that's, hey, all, that's all I got. Yeah. What's going on with our racing roundup? We had some racing action, not close to here, but uh, there was some stuff going on. Yeah, relatively, you know, early in the year, but we do have some big action with the Chili Bowl Nationals taking place last week. 
as we were in the air on the air Thursday, Christopher Bell picked up preliminary night, the John Christner trucking qualifying night with Buddy Kofoid coming in second. Those two locking into Saturday night's A main on Friday night. It was Justin Grant out of Ione, California in the RMS racing seven X along with Kyle Cummins finishing one, two, those two locking into Saturday night's A main in the A main. It was Justin Grant starting from the pole, but Kyle Larson able to get the jump off on the second attempt for the start and took the lead, never looked back, but he should have. He had a lot of action behind him. Grant stayed close for a long time. Christopher Bell able to get by and start to challenge Larson late, but unfortunately the cushion biting Bell getting upside down. Uh, pretty nasty, able to walk away. Yeah, that, but that, cushion was, that cushion was very unforgiving. I mean, they, they yes, even, it Larson was. had some issues with it too, coming off a of four a couple times. Justin Grant did as well, trying oh, to yeah. get that yeah. last run on it. Was, it was it was fun to watch, but some guys were able to make it make a run out of it. Uh, Tanner Thorson having a great run, finishing third. Cannon McIntosh having after a great week, uh, winning his prelim night, finishing fourth. Darren Pittman, how about this? Coming from B main number two, started twentieth in the A main, finished fifth. Darren Pittman, you know, despite slowing down racing, definitely not slowing down on the track when he's out there. So great job, great run for Darren. Uh, also in action, late models out in Arizona, the Wild West shootout. Tyler Erb won Friday and Saturday show. Rusty Schlenk found a little something during those nights. Uh, finished sixth on Friday, was able to uh, get a little bit better. Uh, let's see here. Saturday night, Herb won again, but he was trading slide jobs with Jonathan Davenport, but then Davenport was the man on Sunday's finality. He uh, won $25,000 for the win on Sunday, along with a $10,000 bonus for winning three of the six races and another $3,000 for winning the Wild West Shootout Six Race Series Championship. Rusty Schlink finished sixth. Great job for Rusty. Uh, World of Outlaw Morton Building Late Models the, uh, in action. Kyle Bronson won Thursday night's 10,000 season opener at Volusia Speedway Park in Florida. Friday's action of Volusia was rained out. Uh, Strickler, Kyle Strickler had off Scott Bloomquist to win his first World Outlaws victory in just his 11th start on Saturday. Next up, Volusia Speedway Park back in action February 10th through the 13th. And that will do it for this week's racing roundup. All right, then. Good job. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm preoccupied over here. Um, no, not you. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, uh, we're gonna be. We were talking about the Chili Bowl. I, I did want to talk about Gary Taylor, who who does run a lot of of races out here in the Midwest, uh, sprint car wise, non wing wing. Drove for Mark Harry for a number of years. Uh, he's actually going to be run, running uh, Joe Ceilings number 97 out of Beaver Dam, Ohio, in the 2020. 21 season. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like they're going to make Georgia and Florida this year, but once they get to running here up north, probably a lot of Attica and Fremont shows, I would imagine, uh, as in the past for the ceiling racing team. So congratulations to GT for picking up that good ride and hope to see him in victory lane in 2021. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Just making sure. Like I said, it, it, it's not that we suck. We're just organic. Is, is that it? <laughs> Making sure I sent the right link uh, to uh, Dona here to uh, to join us. Um, yeah, well, well, he's right there. He, he's he's. It's not going to be like last week where we got to wait till to eight o'clock. I don't think it's his wife's birthday, so uh, we'll get to him momentarily. Um, mention again. Uh, you want to mention the the millstream rescheduling because that happened uh, on Friday. They decided that. Uh, 
that wasn't going to happen because it was supposed to be this past Saturday rescheduled. So I'll let uh, Jerry talk about that. Hangover 2 re-rescheduled at Millstream Speedway. Uh, now going to be ran on Saturday, February 20th, 2021. Hoping either the ground gets good and frozen or we actually get a string of really good weather and get it dried out by then. Uh, lots of uh, big extra donations to the race. Uh, champagne stocks will be running for $750 to win. Moonshine stocks, $450 to win. Whiskey stocks, $325 to win. Uh, Looks like $75 to start for the champagne stocks, $70 to start for the moonshine. And $30 to start for the whiskey stock. So, guys, if you got race cars, you know, you've been dying to race. I know a lot of guys didn't get to race last year at all. This would be a good chance to shake down your car and see what Millstream Speedway is going to be about for the 2021 season. Uh, if you need any details, make sure you head to millstreamspeedway.net. Race registration links there, rules, the whole nine yards. Make sure you, you know, come out in Saturday, February 20th, 2021. Pit gates will open at 9 a.m. Hot laps at 11, along with the main gate opening at 11 a.m. $12 general mission, $5 for kids 6 to 12. Under five or five and under are free to get in. Uh, again, pit pass is $30. Make sure you come out. Help support Scott Warner and everybody out there at Millstream bringing this Millstream Speedway back to life in 2021. Yes. All right. Still waiting uh, for Donut to connect here. I just uh, threw out the number. We may do a, a phone interview here if he has some issues connecting. What, uh, what was that champagne class to win again? $750 as of right now. That's that's as of Friday. That's, you still got a month to go. If you, you got another, you know, you never know who's going to pop up to want to put some more money in there. So if you're, you own a business, want to uh, do some more sponsorship for this race, get with Scott Warner, uh, millstreamscott at gmail.com. Or if you look him up on Facebook, easy to get a hold of. Uh, I'm sure he'd be willing to take your money and add it into the purse for the Hangover 2 on February 20th. Yeah, Dan Dipman better be careful. <laughs> Dan Dipman will be no replay. <laughs> Dipman Motorsports, one of the, the many businesses that have donated to add some money to the purse up there for uh, the Hangover 2. So thank you to Dipman Motorsports. Uh, Dipman Motorsports also helping out our buddy over there, Scott Hammer, getting him ready for the 2021 season. Uh, looking yeah. forward to a gr great show at Millstream. We'll see if the, the flying fossil can, uh, reg flying fossil? Re can <laughs> regain his crown, um, uh, in, in the champagne stocks. And that, that, uh, that whole show, uh, we got Donut on the phone here. We'll bring him up in just a moment. That's, uh, I was preoccupied with that, but, uh, that show at, uh, Millstream is, I mean, the payout is it's good for even a regular summer show. So it's probably one of the biggest uh, winter shows in Northwest yeah. Ohio you'll ever see. I, I would have to think so. Really, there's no shows. Probably in, in the country. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's bring up Dona. Dona, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Scott. All right, we're working. I like All it. Right. When, I like it when things work. Uh, Jerry Keezer here with me, and uh, Felix Felix Fufufnik, otherwise known as Ron Miller, uh, here. And uh, Dona, congratulations on a uh, successful 2020 season, even though it was kind of weird with with COVID. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I really actually raced more than I wanted to because uh, once we got going there, actually, we didn't have one rain out throughout the whole summer. Yeah, I said we had that. Race. We had that problem down here. We were actually talking uh, last fall that we ran more races last year than we did the previous year because of all the rainouts the previous year in 2019. So COVID did yeah, not so mess with racing too much. No, I'm actually, I'm, I'm a kind of guy who kind of likes to run. I wouldn't say I'm getting older nowadays, but uh, just just because of time. But I, I like to run like 15 to 20, 
like 15 to 20 nights a year just to keep my engines fresh and stuff. But, but like, I think last year we raced 22 times and we had some good runs. I mean, uh, I didn't get a chance to get south like I always do. I mean, everybody knows my left rope shade and, and Attica and those kind of places, but uh, just uh, with Mike Blackner, you know, putting out the money at our local racetrack, it's hard not to travel, so. Yeah, and so people around here, I know you're from Houghton Lake, Michigan, and, and you race primarily in Michigan, but you used to be a regular at uh, Oakshade Raceway. We'd see you down here in northwest Ohio back in the early 2010s, 2013 champion there, uh, very successful, and, and you're continuing your success uh, up there, Tri-City with the championship this year. How many championships do you have now? Not as many as you think, because I've never been, I've never been a points guy, um, like all the years ago, like racing with Chris Patterson and then kind of growing up, you know, next to him and watching him. And he always used to tell me, I know Oakshade, you, you can run for some money at the points for Oakshade, but back in the day, he says, why spend all your time committing to a racetrack when you can only pick off $1,500 or two grand possibly for a points deal when you can go three hours down the road and win five grand? So that's kind of one of the deals I've never really committed to any point stuff, but I think, I think I got five total. I got two ethanol. I think I got two up at the old Cherry Speedway back in my kids' days. And then, uh, of course, this year at Tri-City because we found me with Mike buying a place. And, hell, I mean, heck, they, I don't think a, I think the, the least amount he paid for a weekly show was 3500 to win. So only being, you know, 100 miles from the house, it's hard not to go to. Yeah, I, and, I mean, how, how far of a drive is that from Houghton Lake to, to Oakshade? For, for, because you made that haul just about every week uh, during that championship. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to one thing good about it is, uh, you know, Christy and those guys, they, they, they run a good show so we could be on the road by, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. But it's it's almost, in a, in a in a total home, it's about four hours. Okay. I guess that's not as bad as I thought. I just, holding late, that's <laughs> about, way the hell up three, there. Yeah, about three and a half on a pickup. But uh, it worked out pretty good because actually back then, like in that 12, 13 era, I drove for a guy out of Lansing. So we would just drive to Lansing, meet at his shop, and then we'd drive to Oakshade and then drive drive back to Lansing, which is only about an hour and a half. But uh, I don't know. I've always had a love for that place. I mean, I can remember back in, I think it was 07, when I kind of piggybacked with Chris Patterson and his yellow, the yellow banana back in the day. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old soda home he had. But uh, I can remember back in 07, we went down there with an old rocket car, just a steel block, 22 degree headed motor. You know, first time ever being there. And I think I don't remember who I passed. It was Herb or, or Kai Harper. I don't remember who was running uh-huh. back in those days. Yep, but uh, we, we drove past all those guys. The first first time ever going to Oakshade, we won the very first time going there. And, and if people knew what we had for a race car, they would they kind of laugh because we didn't have gas shocks. We just had the old bag pro shocks, you know, steel block motor. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't even a dry sun motor. And we went down there and won. It was kind of crazy. How, how long have you been driving late models? When did when did you start? Uh, 03 was basically my first year. We kind of – my dad bought a new, a new car – let's say like an O2 and then he had an old 97 master bill that kind of he used forever. And it was basically when he gave me the car, I got uppers, lowers, a bare frame and a used body. And, and we spent all summer just putting that car together. I mean, we, we still laugh about that race car because I mean, it, it had a three speed tranny. It had a steel in steel bird cages. I mean, it didn't even have power steering. It had a manual rack. And that was my first late model. So, Wow. Wow. <laughs> no, no, I don't remember. Uh, did you, uh, did you ever venture down to uh, Butler when they were running the late models? No, I never did. Um, nothing against. Uh, I've, I've actually only been to Butler once in my life, and 
probably should have just put the car back in the trailer and went home. But, <laughs> but, uh, no, but, but, <laughs> but I remember we had the ethanol show two or three oh. years ago. We went down and they were pulling rocks about the size of your head out of that racetrack. And I just couldn't believe that somebody would put yeah, their right. race cars to that view. So, the reason I was wondering, uh, they've got a summer nationals race again this year. And wondering if you were thinking about heading down to some of those. Yeah, we're, I mean, actually, me and uh, Bob Patrick, um, basically, these were partners in our race team now, and we were kind of talking about that again. But I'll be honest, Ron, just because of how Butler is, I know I, I will personally. I mean, yes, I'm not trying to ruin my little racing, but I'll, I'll end up skipping it again. You know, I'll, I'll go to Hartford. I'll go to I-96, Oakshade, Tri-City, Thunderbird. I'll go to all those summer national shows, but I, I hate to say it, but with with Butler being so full of rocks and um, I just, my, it's my personal opinion and I do apologize to, to that one. But, uh, um, it's just something I just don't, I don't endure tearing my cars up for it that way. So how big no, was one thing you got to hand? The one thing you got to hand Butler is that it's consistent. <laughs> how, how big was, uh, was that uh, win uh, the summer national win that you got up there at Tri-State? That, I, I found that hard to believe when I heard that you won, that that was your first summer national win. But I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, that, but I, 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 was, I, once you think about it and you're like, well, I guess there are a lot of big names that do run all those shows, but Dona, man, he's pretty dominant. So, I mean, how, how huge was that? Well, that was a career moment for me. I mean, I'm not a, we never had the funds to travel and, you know, we just, be able to have that kind of show come to that kind of racetrack where I've been really good at and uh, just kind of show you what we're, we're meant of. I mean, we got good cars now. We got good motors. I mean, I mean, that was a career win. I mean, that was, I mean, I've won, I think six wood kicks. I've won a handful of uh, LMS shows and, and ethanol shows. And just that one was, I mean, that's as of right now in my career, that's, that's my number one. So that's, that's just because of the, it's summer nationals. Um, you know, you got the travelers and just the respect that you get from those guys, you know, from, you know, from Heckinus and Shirley and Fager. And it's, it's, you know, it's not just a win at your home racetrack. When those guys come up and congrats you, it means something. I mean, that means you've worked hard and, you know, everything we've done in the last 20 years to get to this point, you know, it's, it's worth it. And I mean, I would love to race more. I mean, I would have, I would have loved to do some speed week stuff, but it's just not affordable in my pocket, you know, and I'm not, and for what I do for a living, and we're just so busy right now, it's, it's so hard to get away from the shop. So is there any any race uh, that you could win that would top that? Probably the birthday race. I mean, just because it's Oakshade. Um, I'm not saying I ever get lucky enough to do an all-all or a Lucas race, and that's kind of out of my league. But, uh, I mean, you don't know if you don't try. But if I can come down this year and win a birthday race, just being at Oakshade, and, I mean, we've had some good runs during that race, and I just haven't played out our cards. I think the one year we sat past time, won our heat race and one mistake in the very first lap. I mean, I bottomed out and hit the big hole and coming out of two and I come out of, come out of two running third and I ran fourth, you know, and, and they never really left me. So I knew we had a good car. It was just that one mistake. And I mean, everybody knows when those guys come to town, you've got to have your whole package and you've got to qualify good. You got to heat race good. You got to have the right tire and a car. And it's just, uh, I mean, those guys are, those guys are on go. They do it for a living and, they, they sure know a lot more than I do. So competition is definitely uh, high for that one. Let's hope that we have a birthday race this year. Last year, uh, getting canceled because of COVID. Uh, Jerry, did you have? Yeah, a, I mean, do you have a question, Jerry? Yeah, Donna. You, you know, uh, you talked about 
running with Chris Patterson a lot early on in your career. How crucial was some of the, the advice that you picked up and things you picked up from him along the years to your success now? Oh, I mean, I love Chris. I mean, I don't see him as much as I used to because he, he doesn't race as much, but uh, he was really like my, he was my mentor growing up, you know, I mean, this knuckle champion and just how many times you drive down 127 and you see a shop and there's yellow hauler sitting there and you always just, you wish you could get to that point in racing and then, you know, and, and just, uh, I've always looked up at Chris and he's a great guy he's, and he's got a great family, um, his wife, his daughters, I mean, his kids, I, I haven't seen Junior at the racetrack, um, I don't think he ever raced at all last year, but, um, I don't know, I've always, I mean, Chris has always been a hell of a guy. I mean, just, just as a person, and, um, I mean, he's, I mean, back in those days, even now, I mean, he, he, would give, he would give you a shirt. I mean, I can remember that night that we went down and with him, and we, we won that night. He wouldn't even take any diesel money or nothing for me. You know, he was just, he's just that kind of a guy, so. Yeah, we had a, a good conversation with him uh, a couple of years ago. We had him and uh, Shane Yoder on. Another <laughs> Same funky. night, yeah. yeah. That, 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 show was, that show was fun. Yeah, uh, that was real good. Um, so, uh, Les, uh, tells me you, you had an incident with, uh, Rusty Schlenk and said to ask you about Rusty's glasses. What, what is this? Well, oh, yeah, I don't bring up trauma like that. I don't know the story. I'm just asking. I don't know. It was just a racing deal back in, back in my championship year. I just remember I was out on the racetrack getting my picture taken for a win. And there was a little brawl back at the trailer and Donnie and Rusty and his crew were all, all Having having a good time, put it that way, I guess. But uh, it's uh, you know me, I'm not a drama guy, I and mean, that's back in the past. I mean, it was just a hard racing, you know. And uh, we were kids back then too, you know. I hate to say it, eight years ago, but we we're both kids, you know how it goes. And we we both raced hard. I mean, I'm not a guy to hold hold anything back. It was just good hard racing, and uh, I guess you can say Donnie, my dad, and uh, and like I know Ron was my dad, and he's kind of like the old school guy when they come out of the '80s and stuff like that. Yeah. They didn't take no crap. You know, it's kind of, kind of a little different. But, but, Ron, um, Ron's kind of like that. He he, 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 he holds his own. <laughs> Don't you, Ron? He's all quiet now. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Don't you, don't you go throwing me under the bus there, Hammer. Jeez. So, uh, so Dona, who, who would you, uh, do, do you have like any, uh, any, anybody that you consider like a rival, uh, at this point? Is there any racers that, uh, you know, it's like, all right, I got to beat this guy this week. Any anyone like that? I mean, I mean, it's really. I mean, I mean, I, I treat everybody like that. I mean, to this day, I mean, my goal is when you get to the racetrack is uh, to to win. You must make the show. So it doesn't matter if it's a local show or a regular Saturday night or summer nationals. I mean, you can't win unless you don't make the show. And I've never been that way with with people. I mean, I've never. Like when a certain hauler or trailer pulls in the pits, like, I mean, I've never got myself worked up like that because we all work just as hard. I mean, you've got, you know, up here in Michigan, you've got Brandon, you've got, now that Travis is getting faster, I mean, he's got good equipment getting better, and he's coming along. Um, you know, Rusty, um, I mean, all the OK guys, Missler, I mean, I mean, all those guys all have good stuff. I mean, it's, it's not just one person. I mean, you've got to, I mean, everywhere you go, you've got to have, you got to have your stuff on go and you got to make sure, make sure your, your stuff's right. Okay. Uh, you raced with Spanky quite a bit this year, didn't you? <laughs> like the one guy I wasn't going to bring up. Yeah, bring up. <laughs> I, I believe Ron is referring to uh, Eric Spangler, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah he's a, I mean, Eric, Eric, Eric in my race team is Eric. I mean, he's, I mean, you get him out of the racetrack, he's a hell of a nice guy. 
Um, he's kind of that old mentality where he puts his helmet on. We've, we've had some battles and uh, some not too good words here back and forth. And some cool race cars, I ain't going to lie. But, uh, it's, but you know me. If anybody knows me, I'm not like that. I mean, I race week to week. I don't hold grudges. I don't. This stuff costs way too much money to tear it up. I mean, there's there's no re- there's no reason um, to do it on purpose. So, okay. Uh, how how excited were you uh, when uh, they announced that uh, Tri City Merit uh, Speedway Challenge Series with with the money you know closer to to home for you? I mean it's it's like a godsend. I mean honestly, because like Merritt's literally fifteen miles from the house. I mean Tri City's just over an hour. It's like 90 miles. And uh, I was kind of worried when Mike bought Tri-City because it's just because, I mean, you just don't know it, the unknowns. I mean, I know Tri-City was always the Michigan racetrack. They had, had the American racers and, you know, they kind of had their own rules, which were really good on hard tires. And when, But if it wasn't for Mike doing what he does, I mean, I think last year he put up four ten thousand to win shows. Um, you know, he paid ten grand to win his points. And, and it, it's, I mean, without a man like that, I mean, I, I give him a lot of credit for sticking his neck out. I mean, everybody knows how hard it is, especially now with the whole COVID stuff going on. And to do to do what he's done and to promote what he's done and the race for the money that he's allowed us to race for, it's, uh, I mean, it's kind of nice because I can go, heck, I can fill the total home up and go. How? And he did this, uh, as you said, with with COVID going on. And I'm, I don't know. Were there uh, restrictions uh, up there as well, as far as uh, number of fans that he was allowed to have? No, like the first really couple nights, um, he kind of had a restriction on the fan for a bit. But honestly, once he got going, uh, I mean, I mean, I can remember one night at Merritt Speedway, we had over 200 race cars in the pits and unlimited. I mean, there really was no social distancing or, I mean, it was just kind of this respect, you know, if you're afraid of getting sick, don't go, you know, and if you had any issues, just don't go socialize like you usually do. But I mean, he never, it's about the only place in normalcy all, all summer, you know, where you could go somewhere and not have to worry about masks or social distancing or just the whole COVID stuff. I mean, and, uh, I mean, I mean kudos to him and, you know, and, and the counties that we live in, you know, Masaki County, Rosscommon County, and, I think Midland County is, you know, supposed to allow him to do that, but uh, it was it really wasn't that bad. I mean, I know I didn't get a chance to get the Oakshade if they if they with their fan stuff or what Christie was allowed to do, and you know, but it's still like a bottom line. It's still a business to them, so yeah, it's it's disheartening to see racetracks close. Or you know, you've got to have fans to pay the bills, and that's just I mean, you have to have that. So, how close uh, is Scott? Uh, those, Scott those, those tracks had pretty much the same restrict had the same restrictions as the Upper Peninsula, so they were pretty much open and, open. and very few uh, grandstand grandstand restrictions. Um, okay, nothing like uh, some of the the tracks down in the southern part of the state. Now, yeah. How how, yeah. how go, go ahead, Donna. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. I was just going to ask, uh, how uh, how close is Houghton Lake uh, to to the UP? I mean, are you you're isn't that right up there? We're probably, I would say probably like an hour and a half from the bridge. I mean, so it's, okay. it's not too bad, right? So we were probably we were probably hundred miles, 100, 100, 150 miles. All right, so so you don't. I guess you're far enough away. You don't have that Uper kind of accent at all. I mean, you sound you sound you could be from Ohio for <laughs> for all I can tell. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, we're at northern, northern lower Michigan. We always say, <laughs> but uh, no, it's a good town. I mean, I mean, I mean, we we came here in the '90s, 
I'm originally from like the Ascoda Talos area where I was really from for my family, but uh, we came over here in the early 90s. Actually, the reason why we came to Holden Lake is because it was close to Merritt Speedway, and <laughs> with my dad, that was what he wanted to do. That's why we moved to Holden Lake, because it was close to Merritt Speedway. <laughs> nice. So uh, this summer, uh, you got plans yet for uh, 2021? Uh, have you even thought about it? Uh, where are you at with just that? Really, just just really waiting on schedules. I see Tri-City Merit release theirs for their weekly stuff, but I haven't seen any of the uh, uh, challenge stuff for summer nationals. But uh, probably be the same, honestly. I and mean, if I can run 20, 25 nights, that's really what I want to do. I mean, we've got, uh, we've got some really good race cars now. we got... We kind of got hooked up with Black Diamond over the last last couple of years, and uh, we got ourselves some newer newer cars. We got a, like last year's 19 car. We just went down uh, in November and picked up a 2020 car, one of uh, EPJ's personal cars. And we've got two newer wide bore Matt Ryan motors, and uh, we've got the stuff to do it. It's just uh, hopefully we can do it again. I mean, if we can have some, I mean, good luck and. I don't know. Excited. I mean, I'd, I'd like to honestly. I'd like to get back to. Oakshade, Attica, um, and even some Illinois stuff again because we got. I always I, mean, I went to Fairbury a couple years ago and kind of didn't really have the best of luck. And I'd like to go redeem myself, but I'd like to be able to. I like racing with those guys too, but it's just uh, it's one of those deals to go to Fairbury. It's you know seven hours, so it's it's just not it's it's hard to pass up the money we have. Do it. <laughs> Donna, doing that kind of traveling would uh, pretty much preclude you from racing for another championship. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're okay with that? I'm right. did, did you miss I'm the part about gonna... Chris Patterson? He's yeah, it's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> no, exactly. But no, um, probably the challenge series for sure. We'll commit to that because, like I said, um, they, they, they pay really good money for those shows and they pay ten grand to win the points. We'll commit to that. Um, and realistically, we'll just go from there and kind of kind of see where things go. I mean, it's one of those deals that's hard to run these cars nowadays for a thousand to win or twelve hundred to win just because of how much they cost and what it costs to go down the road. So we try to play the game where you know we try to and you're never gonna make money doing this stuff, but you just don't want to lose everything. You know, you try to you try to run my goal is to always make the show and as long as you can make back kind of what you spent for the weekend, that way you get some money for next week. And that's kinda kinda how I was raised doing it. You know, like a we never had the newest tires, the newest engines, the newest cars. I mean, we're so blessed right now to have people behind us and sponsors. And it's it's crazy. I never thought in 20 years, you know, standing in my shop right now looking at these race cars, that I would have two cars and, you know, and three motors and a stacker trailer. And, you know, but we worked hard. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, everybody knows how much time and motion it takes in racing. It's just, uh, it's, uh, I'm just, I'm just glad to have all the help I have. You know, my dad, you know, Sarah, my girlfriend, I mean, she's a great partner in, in life. Um, she supports me 100% in what we do, and just still got to have that 9 to 5, of course. But uh, but uh, it's just, uh, I'm just blessed. I'm really blessed for everything that's happening. In the How long did it take for you to, to blow through that $10,000 that you won that one week? <laughs> we still got it. Still, I'm okay. Guys were, I, I mean, I don't spend it unless we have to, and... I mean, and Ron knows this from all the years of racing. I could actually, actually to go into the winter of 2020 having money for an engine freshen, like we got to update a race car. Like I sold my old, my old Hecanus car, and for a little bit it cost to update. You know, be able to win those kind of shows. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's just uh, 
I'm, 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 I'm a penny pincher, put it that way. So I don't know how many, I don't know how many years, you know, I mean, actually, I don't know how many years of going to Oakshade or racetracks on used tires. And actually, I'm actually looking up on the wall. I actually, the left rear tire and wheel, but I won that first night in 07. I never unmounted it. I actually mounted it on the wall in my shop as a trophy. Nice. You know, it's a, it's kind of like looking back at that old tire and wheel. You know, it's not even an inner V lock. It's an old rib tire and who knows where it came from. I don't know if it came from Chris or it was, so what's what's in the future for uh, for Dona? I mean, is this uh, you just going to stick with the, the dirt late models? Any plans to do anything else? You know, maybe a couple years down the road, or, or are you just you know you happy with where you're at? You know, honestly, I'm really I am happy where I'm at. I mean, for what it takes to, to go to the next level, I just don't have the pocketbook pocketbooks for it. You know, I mean, I mean not going to lie, like kind of jealous or rough, you know, he's going to do what he loves and race and build cars and like any, any, any racer. I mean, that's her dream to do it and make it. And I, and I, I, I applaud him for doing it. I mean, I know how much work it takes, but, uh, you know, just being where I'm at, you know, I mean, I got a great job. I got a great boss. Um, you know, I got a great career at the, at the salvage yard, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been awesome. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm okay with just running 20, 25 nights and, I hate to say it, but I'm not old, but it's, <laughs> when you do it for so long, you kind of, it's nice to go to the beach every once in a while. I take a weekend off and go up north or, you know, support, you know, the, my, my Sarah supports me so much. I mean, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me taking a weekend off and doing something she wants to do. So, it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm pretty content where I'm at, honestly, still. So. Okay. If uh, if the sponsorship money uh, presented itself to you to run, you know, with the, uh, the Lucas Oil Series or the World of Outlaws, would that be even something you'd consider? I mean, or would that be too much I mean, because it, you have your job? No, I mean, in a heartbeat. I mean, okay. uh, I mean, if somebody came to me and say, "I'm going to pay you, you know, your wages, what you want for a year, plus you get to go, and here's the money to go do it." Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to take a chance to try it? I mean, it's every every racer's dream to go. I mean, even if you didn't have the best year, you know, but at least you got the experience, you know, and you know, like, I mean, bottom line, you still got bills at home, you still got, you still got your house payment and, you know, all that goes, you, you got to be responsible, but if somebody walked up to me and said, hey, you know, I got a half a million dollars, let's go on a tour, uh, it's going to be a hard time to tell my boss that I'm not going to come to work on Monday, so, you know. <laughs> well, and that could uh, develop into something else if you're successful, and uh, I don't see why you wouldn't be, so. Um, I mean, I, I I mean, I mean, I, I love racing. I mean, my dad's been a huge influence. I mean, he's he's at the shop every night. I mean, not, in the wintertime, we always slow down a little bit, but uh, like in the race shop, just because you know I'm not racing. But like my dad in the summertime, he's here every night. I mean, it's, without him, you know, really just teaching me all this. I know, I know the day of age of the late models have changed. You know, and a lot of people make fun of me because still to this day in 2021, I still don't even own a spring smasher. So. I am a tape measure and scales guy, and I've had some great luck and success with it. And if anybody asked me what my loads were, I couldn't even tell you. That's how I am. So. <laughs> I think Ron appreciates that. <laughs> yeah. He seems kind of old school. Um, I just, that's how I grew up, and that's just what my dad taught us. And, you know, we've won a lot of, I've won a lot of races with a tape measure, and it's funny. Like, people come, to, come over here to buy tires, or, you know, and they, they look around, and, you know, we're just measure. Uh, I'd rather take that $3,500 and invest it in my engine or my race car and make it faster that way than worrying about load numbers and smash numbers. I mean, yeah, it might hinder me a little bit as a notebook, maybe, possibly, but 
if you know what you're doing with a tape measure and if you got good notes and you're, I mean, for the thousands of hours I spent on scales, you know, you you can win a lot of races that way too. Uh, Any sponsors you want to give a shout out to before we let you go here? Yeah. um, I mean, the biggest one is uh, Harold Patrick, Patrick Plumbing. I mean, last year he came on board here and bought us a, bought us a, a fairly new black diamond and bought us an engine and, you know, if it wasn't for Harold, I mean, we wouldn't have the equipment we had, but we've got uh, Dennis Craft Construction, um, Randall's Collision, Jimmy's Collision, uh, Todd Roosevelt Trucking, All-Star Quick Car, uh, KBC Graphics, uh, Shocks by Jimmy. Um, got some new guys this year. I got uh, an excavating company, um, S&J, excavating at a Ross Commander coming on board this year to help us out. And, uh, I mean, Black Diamond, DJ, Ronnie Stucky at Black Diamond, I mean, they, I mean, it's we talked to those guys, and you know, we went to Ronnie of the Ducky shop here in November, and he spent the day with us. I mean, you never would have known. But I, I never expected that for that way. I mean, it's, uh, he's a hell of a guy, and just uh, I'm glad that we got to partner up with him and and really make his race cars hopefully go. So, which, which we've had some really good success last year. I mean, like I said, we picked off two ten thousands, and we won a couple fives, and honestly. When the when the money ratio last year was honestly the best year in my career, we've had we've had years where we won more races, but for the actual caliber and the money part of it, that last year was honestly my best year in the race car. Now you said you weren't going to run for a championship this year, but is there any chance that you know if things fall into place that you may try to defend the uh, the Tri City Championship for twenty twenty one? Yeah, I mean, I'm being close to home and. Realistically, I think the last three or four years I ran at Tri City just because we never committed all year. Um, you know, because it's one of those deals they pay more money on Friday nights at other racetracks and went to other places. But I mean, there's been years where I mean, we went through would run eight or nine nights out of 15 nights and we would still be in the top five in points there. But uh, I mean, I mean, five Tri City for sure. Um, we'll try to defend that. We'll try to, you know, knock Travis off. Off this championship and try to get uh, that All Star win, um, All Star for the, for the Challenge Series for Blackbeard, and kind of just uh, I don't know. I'm just excited. I wish we're actually leaving Tuesday to go to Florida for ski weeks and we'll just spend a week down there for the camp and stuff, and kind of get some warm weather. And pretty much when you get home from there, from all the smells and all the all, all the racing stuff, you can't wait to go racing. So. Well, why don't you bring the car with you? It uh, I got I got one done ready to go, uh, but. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, everybody knows what it takes to go run East Bay and with those guys and the cost of tires and diesel fuel. Uh, I'm okay. I got. Okay. <laughs> You're tempted though. Anyway, I can got, tell. <laughs> anyway, don't I completely I'm understand, like, buddy? <laughs> I'm the lab guy. I've got one engine that's got 400 laps on. I got another one with 600 on it. And we got another another one coming in March that'll be a new motor. We're sitting good on laps. Our, our car's got low laps on it, and like I said, it needs to be paired going to a racetrack. And I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm just that way. I mean, it's, I mean, if you're not prepared, you're not, you're not going to have a chance to win. And that's, I don't know. I'm excited. I really, really am excited. I mean, like last year, I know with the whole COVID stuff. I mean, the, the, basically the one race I think I ran second five or six times in my life I didn't go to last year was the. Uh, the Barney Oldfield. That's like one race that's pinned me my whole life. I, mean, I kid you not. I mean, I've, I've ran second. I bet you the last five years I've been to that race. And I, can't, I just can't win it. But, but uh, hopefully I can get back to the, there. I mean, I always love Oak Shade. Um, listen to everybody. I mean, I, I mean, like listen to you guys. And, you know, Ron, I mean, 
how many years you go to the driver's meeting and Ron's trailer's parked right there next to him. You know, I, I appreciate all you guys. Do. You know, yeah, all of it. Well, we hope to see you back at Oakshade at least sometime uh, this summer. Anywhere in Northwest Ohio would be pretty pretty cool. So, you know, good luck at uh, Tri City Merit. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, we have this thing. It's not a hundred percent, but the majority of the time, uh, we have someone on our show. The next race that they are in, they uh, end up winning. So, you know, come March, April, May, whenever your, your first race is, uh, uh, just remember that. Let us know how you did. So pick a good one. Yeah, I think our I think our first race is going to be the first week in April. I think we're going to head over to Winston uh, Speedway. They got the, the player hater shootout deal. I guess it's a two day shooter. We're going to go support those guys, and uh, hopefully it works out. I mean, uh, I've always like me. I always try to get around. I try to support every racetrack, and uh, you know, and all the promoters they work just as hard as we do to make this stuff go. And uh, looking forward to that. I mean, twenty twenty one. I hope it's better. And I mean. I mean, like I said, I'm a day-to-day guy. You know, you try to, I've always been really humble and stuff like that, but uh, you can always have a bad night. But uh, as long as we keep our stuff fresh, we should be good. All right. Well, you better get that win. We'll hold you to it. Now it's now, now we're putting pressure on you. Oh, thank you. But no, I said, we're, we're excited. I mean, we've got, like, we've got, uh, like, staying on the garage right now, just kind of looking at all this stuff. Makes you want to go, go get the truck out of storage and get the trailer out and go, put it in the truck and go somewhere. You're going to end up running down in Florida <laughs> with all that diesel money. <laughs> all right, Dona, c- uh, congratulations on the championship, and uh, good luck, uh, and, and here's to your uh, continued success in uh, 2021. All right, sounds good, guys. It's nice talking to you, and hopefully we can see you. Uh, hopefully for the Barney, your birthday, right? I really hope that everything goes back to normal. Uh, um, so hopefully we can see you guys again. All right, cool. See you, Dona. Have a good night, Dona. Thanks, Dona. Yep. Bye. Bye. Dona Marcoulier, your uh, 2020 Tri-City uh, Speedway champ. Um, very, very successful. Have you uh, have you ever beat Dona, Ron? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that goes back a long ways <laughs> ever, man. Okay. He's, he's pretty fast. He's a pretty good guy. Pretty uh, pretty good driver there. Yeah, he's a, he's a great he's a real good racer. Yeah, I've been been lucky to see him compete a couple times down at uh, Waynesfield. We had a uh, Hell Tour race back in twenty, I believe that was twenty eleven, and then uh, we yeah, I've seen him, I believe once in a modified, if I remember correctly. Like I had to go back through my notes, but yeah, he definitely fun to watch and, and definitely one of those guys you, you want to keep an eye on. Uh, coming up a little bit later, we are going to have the Big D's Pizza Wheel. And I want to add to that because uh, we came up with that name for it. The Big D's Pizza Wheel of Death. <laughs> it sounds more uh, dramatic then. Of of pizza? Big D's Pizza Wheel pizza. of Pizza. We'll go with that. All right. Because we're not going to kill prizes. Okay. Something. Uh, <laughs> where was I going? Oh, I was going with this because uh, I was going to – I need some help with uh, the prep. I didn't uh, prep a uh, – how many for this week. So I don't know what this week's how many is going to be. So while we go through the news here, if anybody has any suggestions on what the, how many uh, should be for next week, uh, go ahead and put it in the, uh, the Facebook live comments. If you're listening to us on demand on uh, iHeart or um, Google or whatever podcast platform, then we probably already decided. There's a couple of football games this week, Scott. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. We could probably do that as a backup if we don't get any uh, suggestions. Uh, some uh, racing news here. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series uh, is set to open its season tomorrow and Saturday at uh, Altac Raceway in Lake City, Florida. Uh, the series moves to East Bay Raceway Park Monday through Saturday, the 25th through the 30th. And uh, all of Florida Speed Week's events will be streamed for free on the Lucas Oil Racing TV Um that was actually something cool about the Chili Bowl. They uh, streamed uh, the Mav TV broadcast on their Facebook Live, uh, which was yep, nice. They had it there for those of us that don't it. have Mav TV. Yep, I, I don't have it. All I have, I have a, a version of it on my uh, smart TV, but it didn't, doesn't play the live stuff. So uh, I actually streamed it through a, a Chromecast from my phone from the Lucas Oil TV app, which was pretty cool as well. Did they? So was, did they do the uh, one thing? I, I, I didn't totally understand the the driver introductions, which they were just kind of talking while the driver introductions were going on on the Mav TV broadcast. And I thought I remember reading that Flow TV had the rights to the driver intros or something. I I don't. It was a very strange deal that what was going. on. I was like, I thought doing the driver intros put them on. What was that, Jerry? I thought the flow only had up until the that's, the, uh, the C main. That's what I thought too. It, everything else from there. I just thought it was really weird that they weren't doing the driver intros or anything, or covering that. They're just talking about other crap, and I'm like, "Hello, what's going on here? I want to know who's in it because I missed most of the alphabet <laughs> soup during the day." Uh, but anyway, I digress. Um, the uh, the inaugural Husets uh, uh, Speedway USAC Nationals featuring three consecutive nights of USAC Amsoil. National 410 Sprint Car and USAC NAS Energy Drink National Midget Double Headers paying a $200,000 purse will be held September 10th through the 12th. It uh, culminates in a 20000 to win, uh, tw- actually multiple 20000 to win features for the midgets and the sprint cars, too. One for each. I made that a lot more complicated than it needed to be. <laughs> well, that's interesting uh, date-wise because uh, just two weeks later, they're going to be back in Ohio for another big show for the Four Crown Nationals, which I've seen they're actually going to have uh, complete shows on Friday and Saturday for the USAC Midgets. So that that's going to be something new in 2021. So this uh, this event at Husets is the, uh, the highest-paying event on the USAC schedule. Uh, oh. Let's do that uh, breaking news now. Thanks for that uh, graphic there. We got we got some breaking news. Very exciting. It's not official yet because we get we got to do this. Boom. So some breaking news out of uh, the Big Deeds Pizza world, and it is not what uh, this week's how many is going to be as of yet. Big Deeds Pizza uh, has uh, well actually. They didn't make the announcement, but Devin Moran and uh, I can never pronounce uh, Ty's last name there. How do you pronounce his name, Jerry? Torog, Ty Trog Racing. Torog. Yeah. Anyways, they welcome Big D's Pizza as an addition. I suppose I could have just asked Dean. Additional associate sponsor on the number nine car. Uh Right there, look at that uh, back quarter panel, the rear quarter panel there. Some Big D's Pizza sporting there. Nice the and big. Number nine. Big of, D's logo. huge one there. Of uh, Devin Moran. It's making its debut, as a matter of fact, at the uh, the uh, Lucas uh, Oil Series uh, race at Alltech this weekend, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So 
It's like they're loading it up in that picture, ready to go down. Hopefully there's not snow on the ground down there. Well, there was some some video of them uh, hauling it last night, so I believe they're down there already. All right, so uh, pretty cool. Congratulations to uh, Dean Henry, Big D's Pizza, on that. Big, I mean, Dean Henry does, is a great guy supporting all, all forms of uh, of racing. Um, I don't know. That well, when you said breaking news, I, I, when, when you said breaking news, I was really hoping that he was going to be opening a store here in the Toledo area. I thought there was one coming that to line about news. Well, that maybe that's coming. I, I don't know. Um, now I forgot. Oh, we're going to have, uh, I believe we're, we'll be talking to Devin Moran, uh, not next week, but uh, in two weeks, two weeks from tonight, he uh, should be joining us for the show because he's going to be busy next week racing. So, uh, Grammy Award winning singer Pitbull, who is uh, Felix Fafufnik's favorite performing performing artist. <laughs> I don't really, I guess he's a singer. I don't know. I guess he won a Grammy Award, so he would be a singer. I guess there's different definitions of that. Anyways, um, I lost my spot. He's uh, he's become Pitbull has become co-owner of Trackhouse Racing, which is set to debut in the NASCAR Cup Series during the upcoming Daytona 500, uh, which is on Valentine's Day, February 14th. The number 99 Chevrolet Camaro, which will be co-owned by Pitbull and Justin Marks, will be piloted by Daniel Suarez this year. So there's there's that. Lots of uh, big names. Getting involved in in NASCAR uh, this well yeah this year Michael Jordan then um, there's some people coming back which we'll talk to here or talk about in just a minute uh, first we get to before we get to that uh, did you hear about this uh, Taylor Gray incident 15 year old uh, ARCA driver testing yeah at taking Daytona? his uh, yeah doing his uh, test and uh, getting a license to be able to run. Is, is that what the test was for? Was to be able to yes. get the license? And this is what he did. Are you ready? This is what he did right here. Yeah. So he, uh, he brought his phone in. And I believe that was on Snapchat or, or something <laughs> like that. And uh, yeah, recorded video and driving 200 miles an hour, Daytona. What the hell? My phone out here. Look at me. Not the smartest. <laughs> not the smartest thing to do, especially when it's right in the rule book. You are not allowed to have a, an electronic uh, computing device, or I think it even names phone on your person uh, when you're in the car. And that goes back to I think uh, was it Keselowski who did that, and that was. Under like a red flag, I believe that was a totally different situation. Yeah, but that's what, this, when, was, uh, this was Arca. Maybe maybe Arca is owned by Arca. NASCAR. Maybe they haven't invented that. Maybe they haven't invented that rule in Arca. Yet. No, it, it's in Arca. That rule's there. He uh, actually. Yes, no. oh, okay. He uh, they that uh, when was that? That was like a, a week or so ago. Do you know when that was, Jerry? I, I like, do not. I believe it was last weekend, but I won't swear. Yeah. To it. Well, anyways, uh, just this week he was fined one thousand dollars, which seems like a pretty small fine, unless you're a fifteen-year-old kid. That fifteen or a thousand dollars is a lot. Uh, he's been placed on probation for the remainder of the twenty twenty-one season by ARCA. So, I'm, all in all, I think he got off pretty pretty easy there. I mean, if you use an R word. Then you're getting all kinds of trouble. But uh, if you get your phone out and doing something that's going to kill somebody or possibly could, then, well, I don't know. You get a free pass, sort of. $1,000 isn't free, but. Uh, 
Anyway, moving on. Uh, we talked about this a, a little bit uh, earlier. The Summer Nationals have been releasing some dates for the Hell Tour, and it does sound like it's going to be later this year, uh, kind of like they did last year. Usually it's uh, June through the middle of July when wrapping up the birthday race at Oakshade. Uh, this year it sounds like they're going to do kind of what they did last year, start late and go through August. Uh, Butler Motor Speedway is going to host the Hell Tour uh, with a show on August 18th. Uh, this and this is my, I, I, I believe this would be the second leg. I don't know if they have one during the first leg. So this is all Scott. We don't have the official Scott, schedule. Just hit me. What hit you? It, it just hit me that the birthday, the, the birthday race is all, <clears throat> excuse me. The birthday race is always in July mm-hmm. and maybe that's why Oakshade opted to go with a July date instead of uh, the finale in August. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I haven't so heard anything. Still keeping... Yeah. So uh, from what I've seen as of right now, and as I mentioned, the Hell Tour has not released their entire schedule officially, but uh, Butler looks to have a, a show on August 18th, I-96, on the 18th of uh, August. Hey, I uh, just want to give a shout out again to Dean Henry. He's talking about the boys down at Alltech Speedway uh, practicing right now. Uh, according to my race pass, Devin Moran quickest so far practice 17.361 around Alltech Raceway. Kyle Larson with a 17.530. Uh, Wait, guys he's faster than Kyle? He's right now faster than Kyle Larson. This is just practice. You're shaking down cars, obviously, but yet right now, Devin Moran fastest in practice. So congratulations, Dean. It's the big D sponsorship. (laughs) That's right. Extra speed on that car. Thor Sports Racing officials have announced the organization is parting ways with Ford after three years together. In the last three seasons, the team captured its third NASCAR Camping World Truck Series Drivers' Championship, a regular season title, and Ford's 100th Series win. In addition to 10 wins, 85 top fives, 163 top 10s, 12 pole awards, and 1,107 laps led. The team has not announced a manufacturer or driver roster for the upcoming NASCAR Camping World Truck Series season, which is set to begin uh, February 12th at Daytona International. Honda. Honda? Is Honda coming to They were Toyota before. Right. Torig. Thanks, well, they Dean. Were Chev- they, were Sh- they were Chevrolet a long time ago. <clears throat> Ty Torig, Devin Moran's uh, team. So we're going with yeah. that. Um, where was I? Uh, Daytona. No, uh, Jamie McMurray will return to a NASCAR cup series for the 63rd running of the Daytona 500. Thanks to a partnership between Chip Ganassi racing and Spire Motorsports. Uh, he just retired. What? 2019. Wasn't that long ago. <laughs> so he's one driver coming back. Um, we're skip here. Uh, I found this interesting. Derek Cope. Remember Derek Cope? Anybody remember Set to become yes, the yes, driver? How old is he now? 62, 62. I think. Oh, he's young. Yeah, 60, 60, 62, Jerry. You got it. So he's uh, going to uh, try and compete in the Daytona 500 for the first time since 2004. And I believe, if I could be wrong... But, like, back in that early 2000s era, I believe he had a car sponsored by Poison, the band. 
have to take your word on that. I don't I remember. Think, I, it could be. They sponsored somebody. I'm pretty sure it was was uh, Derek Cope, and that's the only reason I really remember him. I was like, well, that's odd. Too bad that he didn't do very well, but that's cool. After more than 45 years of sprint car racing, Jack Hoddenshield is uh, getting ready to hang up his helmet. The 72-time World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series race winner confirmed Tuesday afternoon that he'll drive for Rico Avery Racing in select events this year before retiring at the conclusion of the season. And of How's course- that? His 48th season, uh, Hodden the Wild, the Wild Dial, Jack Hoddenshield, uh, going to go on a farewell tour. Sounds like going to be a good time, uh, you know, him and Rico being good buddies and all. But you you know how how retirements how, how go is, for race how car drivers. Jack, yeah. I, he still looks, like he's Jack. Me, but... still looks like he's what? Still looks like he's what? Still looks like a kid. He still looks mm-hmm. like a teenager. I, it, it's funny. We were uh, in Knoxville a few years ago and uh, seen bicycle coming towards us, and I thought it was Sheldon. And it was actually Jack riding around Knoxville, <laughs> t-shirt and shorts, just goofing off, having a good old, looked like a kid. And that's, you know, when you talk to him, he still has just as much fun as he did, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Unfortunately, you know, father time catches up with us all, but you know, it, it's definitely going to be a bittersweet to see the wild out uh, this year in 2021. Hope he has a very successful year behind the wheel of the, the Rico A. Brew uh, racing number 24. So John John Young uh, confirms it was uh, Derek Cope, and I do remember. Yeah, it was like thirty seven was a car number on the the poison car. It wow! Like, it was like purple and green, and maybe some black. It looked pretty cool. I was I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. Anyway, moving on. The real reason uh, there some more information has come to light about Eldora not having the truck series. I know last week we reported that it was actually. Uh, Tony Stewart and Eldora's decision not to have the track or the uh, truck series. A little bit more information on as to why that is the case uh, came to light uh, with uh, Tony Stewart. Uh, I don't remember where this came from, but uh, basically, Stewart was upset about NASCAR announcing the Cup race on dirt at Bristol because he's been running the truck race for how many years now? Seven, eight years. Seven years. years. He's been running the truck series race at Eldora with the intention of, uh, you know, in making improvements to the facility with the intention of, you know, trying to bring an Xfinity or even a cup race to Eldora. Uh, So he said that uh, NASCAR didn't even discuss the possibility of hosting either of those top two series with him. And uh, they just uh, went with the Bristol thing. And I guess he found out about the cup race at Bristol a couple days before the schedule went out. And uh, when he saw that, and he, I guess he talked to his people there at Eldora who had the contract for this year's uh, truck race, series race at Eldora, and he said, uh, just tear it up. So I read the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so a little little, little bit be- more behind the, the, the story mm-hmm. to, to what happened there. And in more Tony Stewart news, uh, and I don't know why, but uh, he, for some reason, wanted to run the 2021 Bush Clash at uh, Daytona, probably because it was on the road course, uh, something a, a little different this year. Um, he technically isn't qualified or eligible to to run it due to the rules uh, for the drivers that are eligible to get into the Clash. Uh, but I guess he was a little miff, miffed there because uh, his request to participate was ignored by NASCAR. And, and again, he heard nothing but crickets and... I don't know. I'm thinking that maybe there's kind of a, a 
some kind of a wedge form in there. Maybe it has something to do with the superstar racing experience that Tony has started. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of a feud developing there. Tony never gets mad though. He's that, cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. My bad. Cool, calm, yeah. uh, hey, uh, bro, go ahead. Do we have uh, in there about uh, what Rico Abreu will be doing in I don't. 2021? What, what do you got? Is this breaking uh, news? I don't know how breaking is. It's been on the internet basically since uh, the, the whole episode with Jack. Uh, Rico is actually going to be tri- uh, piloting the uh, Silver Racing number 57 that Kyle Larson had great success with in 2020. So we'll, we'll definitely see Rico uh, probably running side-by-side with Jack throughout the 2021 season. Uh, reigning uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series champion Austin Sindrick uh, will look to make his NASCAR Cup Series debut next month. At the Daytona 500, all these, I wonder how many people are, are entered, you know, because there hasn't been too many people that have been getting bumped during the Gatorade duels, the qualifying races, because, uh, you know, they, they haven't had that many. But it sounds like with all these people entering, there may be a little bit more interest in the Gatorade duels uh, this year, if they're still called the Gatorade duels. I don't I don't even know. Um but, uh, sure. you know, with, with trying to make, just make the race this year, it, it could be an interesting deal. Uh, Cindric, right now, the speculative entry list has 45 cars listed. And they start 40, right? Ooh. I believe they... So. I believe it's 40, yeah. Oh, not too bad. There are a few drivers that aren't going to make it. But uh, Cindric is uh, going to drive the number 30... <coughs> excuse me. Number 33 Ford Mustang for Team Penske as he attempts to qualify for the 63rd Daytona 500. Uh, Kyle Larson is scheduled to return to late model racing this weekend. He's going to be uh, there. Well, we already talked about this. He was second. So that is, this is old news by now. Actually, third quick, Josh Richards, oh. right behind Devin Brink. <laughs> You're so, keeping track so. of this. Yep, Live updates. We're uh, trying to keep an eye on see how it's going. So, so <laughs> Kyle Larson, this is, uh, what, his third time uh, racing in the late model, third weekend doing it? And he's uh, with the number six late model again, owned by Jacqueline and Kevin Rumley. Yeah, it's the third weekend in a late model for Larson. He made his debut last year at Port Royal Speedway. Uh, he's been pretty successful in pretty much anything he drives, including the late models. Uh, I believe he got his w- a win in the, the second race he was in, and he set, uh, the, set the qualifying record or the track record, wherever that was. Anyway, Port Royal. Is that where yeah. he set the track record? He was fast right out of the gate. Uh, you know, what? whatever he gets into in 2021, he's obviously going to be a threat to win. He showed that at the Chili Bowl, and I, I don't expect that to change any, anything. Yeah. Just being back in NASCAR, the I think series is yeah. away from dirt. The right. Cup Series is definitely going to know he's there. Absolutely. We'll see. We'll see. If he, he'll be one of those three guys that don't make that, well, no, he's probably got uh, driver. He's got a charter. Yeah, yeah the charter teams are guaranteed a spot. So, yeah, like the olden days where nobody's guaranteed a spot. I mean, yeah, you had fun. what two, two champions provisionals, and that was it. Everybody else you know, had to race their way in or lock and qualify their way in, and, and and that's one of the things that I don't like about NASCAR. I get it that you know the sponsors the money. invest a lot of money, yeah. but well, and they need to keep man. the drivers coming back each week too. I think that's part of it. Um. Anyway, uh, it's time for the Big D's Pizza Wheel and how many. Your chance to win a large pizza from Big D's Pizza. And uh, since nobody helped me out with uh, my lack of prep in the comments here, I'm going to come up with uh, this week's how many. And it's going to be a number 
as in a car number again, of who's going to win the uh, Lucas Oil uh, race on Saturday, the feature. That's this week's how many, the car number. But before we get to that, let's uh, let's talk about last week's winner. We said how many races, heats, and features will Dan Dittman win Saturday at Millstream? Anybody know the answer to that? Ooh, ooh, I do. What was is it, Felix? <laughs> that was a zero. It was a zero. So, and surprisingly, uh, in the comments, nobody picked zero except for Dean Henry. <laughs> so, Dean Henry, congratulations. Well, you got yourself a Big D's pizza. pizza. Uh, go ahead, help yourself to that. And congratulations to, be, to uh, Dean Henry there. Uh, as far as our uh, show winner, all of us picked zero. So we're going to go to the Big D's Pizza Wheel and determine our in-studio, or I guess we're not really in-studio, we're in our home studio's winner. It's close enough. It's A-Studio. So we got me, uh, Jerry, and Felix on there, a.k.a. Ron. If you're you're just joining us and you're curious about the Felix Fafufnik, after we're done, go back to the beginning of the show. It was kind of explained there. Uh, Click the spin. I was like, how do I spin this thing? Here we go. Here, this is for... Give it a click. I, I, we did. Bragging right. Oh, there it is. Jerry is this week's winner. Congratulations, Jerry. You, you win nothing. You got nothing. Except for... Congratulations. Except for you get to pick first this week, so uh, what number you got? And that kind of sucks because I kind of want to pick first. Boy. Put me on the spot. Uh... I'm cheating. Um, <laughs> 21. Oh, okay. What do you got, Felix? Six. He's going with the uh, the NASCAR guy, <laughs> Kyle Larson. I can't jump on that bandwagon well, I, as much as I want to. I'm going to go with the nine. I I think it's a good pick. He's fast right out of the gate. We'll, we'll see yep. how you know 2021 is for him. I think. Uh, oh wait! Oh, you get breaking the news in the. I see this. What? Here we go! Breaking news. Jerry uh, uh, Keezer oh, gets no. the Big D's pizza. Now I gotta go to Clyde. All right, <laughs> we gotta make this happen. <laughs> it's worth it. Good stuff. Absolutely. There. Uh, if you want to play, and those of you that know the rules are already playing, I see in the the comments. Go ahead and put your uh, just put a number in the comments. In our uh, Facebook Live video, if you're listening to us uh, again on via podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, uh, if it's before Saturday at noon, go ahead and uh, leave your comment in there. Even though we're not live, or you could do it now because we are live. <laughs> it's so confusing. I'm like talking to people in the past and the present. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and uh, whatever number's closest, whoever guesses the, the right number or the closest number will win that uh, pizza, large pizza, courtesy of uh, Dean Henry and Big D's Pizza there in Clyde. And if we have a tie, it's okay. You can uh, guess the same number as someone else. We'll just spin that uh, Big D's Pizza wheel. And if you guess more than once, you get the black flag. Dun, dun, dun. Nobody wants the black flag because usually – uh, you get a signal from the driver that says you're number one when that flag is displayed 
Matt probably knows all about that, I'm guessing. You're saying that people like to tell Matt Swander he's number one? I think so. We'll have to ask him how many times that happened. It's so. been done. It's been done. Oh <laughs> uh, well, let's wrap things up here. We got an upcoming race, but that's not till uh, February twentieth. We mentioned the Millstream Hangover Two race has been uh, postponed, so we got about a month now to get those cars ready. Uh, again, check out MillstreamSpeedway.net for that latest purse. Um, and if you're interested in help sponsoring that race, make sure you get a hold of Scott Warner, uh, Millstream Scott at gmail.com or hit uh, Millstream Speedway on Facebook. Get a hold of uh, me or Scott here on Facebook. We'll get you get connected with Scott Warner, however we need to do it. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing a great show up there at Millstream. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, here, let's get his email off. There's your uh, revised payout. Seven fifty for the champagnes, four fifty for moonshine. I know you mentioned this earlier, Jerry. Three twenty-five for the whiskey. We can't say it enough. We we, we want to see uh, as much support as we can to, to bringing Millstream Speedway back to life. Scott Warner doing a tremendous job. Looking forward to to twenty twenty-one at Millstream. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and can't wait. Yeah, look at that. The uh... if anybody deserves promote promoter of the year award, it, it'd be Scott Warner, and he hasn't run a race yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he's put together his own podcast tried. with the help of Scott Hammer. You know, he, he's doing everything he can possible to, to get attention on Millstream Speedway. And I'm looking forward to helping do that in 2021. And I, I hope that everybody else is as well. I want to see Millstream Speedway succeed and come back to life. And it will. We just need no COVID <laughs> and the weather to cooperate. That's all we need. Uh, make sure to join us next week, 7 o'clock. For more Hammer Down Race Report, I don't uh, I don't have everybody scheduled for next week as of yet, but uh, two weeks from tonight, yeah. uh, we'll be talking we to Saturday's, uh, this coming Saturday's winner, Devin Moran, it's, I'm predicting, because that's who I <laughs> put on there. So, I, wonder what Larry, I wonder what Larry Jewett's doing next uh, next Thursday. Ah! Wasn't he... Uh, wasn't he busy and out? I didn't post that on uh, Facebook. I, I think Dave, Dave posted that... Uh, and that doing the announcing there was, okay. was that on flow he was doing the announcing for? I think that's what it was. Yeah. Well, so we'll have to see, if he's to see Larry. Larry I would love, love to talk to him. That's, that's someone who's got a lot of great knowledge from the days of the past, but Oak State and, and then definitely been a part of racing oh. for quite a while. So this, this is basically how the sausage is made right here. We're having a show meeting during the show. There you go. Showing us. <laughs> So, yeah, I like that. I'll, well, we'll see if we can get Larry on if he's not busy next Thursday night. I'm sure he's got all kinds of stories. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Dave Kemmer for uh, helping out. Field correspondent Matt Swander, Doug Doc, Les Hanna. Uh, follow Les on Twitter at uh, DirtNIt. And, uh, yeah, once again, thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Oh, yeah, I got a job, by the way. So I'm very busy now. Yeah, I'm doing this on top of the job thing now. Can't really do this you while I'm at work. Yeah, I started Monday. I got home. All right. I got home with just enough time to make myself something to eat and then do this. I'm still wearing my work clothes. I don't know if I like being part All of the right. working class. The paycheck <laughs> is nice. That does help. So. Thanks again to Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meet to race. Make sure to get out and support them this summer. Uh, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys. Again, check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. Mill Street Speedway. It's going to be a good year for them. I feel it. Yeah. Starting February Absolutely. 20th. 
I don't know how smart it is to schedule races in the middle of winter, but you know. Hey, they've been doing it in Pennsylvania (laughs) for years. The end of February, they have their icebreakers at Lincoln Speedway and Williams Grove. We can do it in Ohio, too, and do it better. I was kidding. I'm excited about it. I'm serious. I'm excited. Big D's Pizza. Check out that big nut burger and uh, Ron Miller race cars. 734-856-7223. And uh, that's it for this week. We're out of here. We've been selling quite a bit of safety equipment lately, Scott. I guess we're not uh, out all of here. The, uh, all the 2020 certifications are in place, and uh, inventories are pretty good. So if you need safety equipment, now's a good time. Use your tax return. Get a hold of that guy That's right it. there. That, Check dates on your belts, your helmets, yeah, fire me. suits, everything. It looked like you were pointing at your name. Can't get to his head because my name's in the way. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're out. We'll see you next Close week. Hopefully, up, we'll have Jer- Larry Jewett. He doesn't even know it yet, but uh, we'll, we'll try and get Larry uh, on the the show. He's been around for years. Uh, he- yeah, I, I think Dave. I think Dave Kemmer's on that already. Is he already on that? Okay, well, I, I turned yeah. the comments off here. He might be free. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we're out of here. See ya. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. See you guys. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.